Welcome to Lift and Love Conversations, where we are building a supportive culture around LGBTQ families in the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints. I'm Allison Dayton from Lift and Love, and I will show you how to lean into your spiritual discomfort to deepen and grow your testimony of Jesus Christ. And I am Jenny Hunter of Jenny Hunter Coaching. I will help you identify obstacles that could get in the way of sustaining healthy relationships and realizing the blessings of being an LGBTQ family. Each week, we will bring you lessons we've learned through our own lives, the experiences of families we've worked with, and conversations with amazing experts. Hello, our Lift and Love community. We are so happy to be with you. Allison and I are out here together doing We're this podcast in the same room. Can you feel the vibes? Yeah. The energy should be different for your listeners. <laughs> Yes, we are in the same room. I know. We should just turn the camera on and just let people hear the crazy stuff that we say. But I'm in Allison's house. And if anybody of you do not know her personally, like <laughs> I feel like I'm in the Smithsonian. It's her walls. Every wall is so beautifully decorated with art. Like, oh, you're so And sweet. it's every style. And she crafts it and has such an eye. Anyways, you just need to do a video at one time and put it on Instagram and show people because oh, it is They'll be like, gorgeous. you have multiple personalities. No, it How's is like, for you? I could just, I'm like squirrel because I'm like, <laughs> looking at every wall and capturing but anyways but she is calming me down a little bit because a lot's gone on this week with um the address that president holland gave to the BYU faculty that we're kind of reeling from yes and on top of that i'm bringing um, my two of my girls out to BYU trying to get get them settled and mourning their loss yes and nick and nick yeah nick's already out here we're dealing with that and then i'll be out in two weeks bringing my other girl to BYUI, ellie so I am already an emotional mess. We have a basket case here. <laughs> yes. So we might have some tears on this podcast today, but so, and hopefully um, when this airs, we'll, we'll be kind of, we'll have some better understanding for oh, wouldn't that be what lovely. a hard, the hard week that we've all been through. Yes. Like, yes, yes. That's our prayer. Lord, like teach us why we have to go through this pain. Yeah. That's a good prayer. So, well, one of the ways we, um, can kind of process some of this pain is in community and in groups. And it's hard to find a group as an LGBTQ um, ally or parent or individual. So we have two remarkable women, Michelle Holcomb and um, Carrie Baldwin on, and we're so excited to hear about kind of how they navigated their um, need for community and their need to understand I have better understanding of the LGBTQ issues and how that relates to them and their in the gospel. So welcome you two. Welcome. Thank you. Hi. It's great to be here. Yeah, we love to be here. We love listening to you guys on oh. podcast and following on long on Instagram. You've oh, been well, thank you. a huge help to us in our journey. So we're yes. excited Good. to be here. Good. Yes. Well, we totally help each other. That's what we love having guests. And I've talked to Michelle and Carrie a couple of months ago, right before Carrie moved away from Minnesota, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I live in Denver now. All right. So Michelle and Carrie, tell us a little bit about yourself and why we are talking with you today. So, so we have, we started an LGBTQ Book of Mormon study group in our um, wards, wards and states. We're in different uh, wards, but I love that. <laughs> but the same stake, right? Same stake. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Were you guys friends before? Like, why did you guys? Yes. Do that? Um, yeah, we've known each other for 
about 18 years. And we were in the same ward together in Minnesota and then our ward split. So we were ended up being in different wards, but um, all our kids are all about the same ages. And, uh, and so, yeah, we've been friends for a long time. And, um, and then we kind of, over COVID started taking walks together and processing a lot of questions and struggles that we've had specific, mm-hmm. specifically related to LGBTQ issues as we both um, are affected in that way as moms and, and, you know, with, with family members that we love dearly. And, uh, and so um, we decided to, to start studying together and then things just snowballed. <laughs> I love it. So you, so you studied the script, you just started studying the issues. And then how did that grow to deciding to make a group from just you, you're both scripture studying together on our walks. Like it's, I feel like we feel like the spirit just kind of led this to something like God knew this needed to be bigger than what we had in mind. Um, we just thought, Oh, you know, like we both love, um, the questions from the closet podcast Mm -hmm. Mm. and don't we all, Yes. (laughs) Yes. <laughs> and um, they often talked about studying the Book of Mormon from an LGBTQ perspective and that, the impact that had on them. And so we just thought that sounded kind of cool. We're like, you know what? And I felt like I could really use a deep dive in the scriptures. Um, and so we, we've, I, we were both like, you know what, let's do this together. And then as we were kind of talking about it, like we felt the spirit kind of say you should invite this person or you should invite this person or um and then it just kind of became a bigger thing like it just kind of started out as our own personal thing or we thought I mean we thought oh yeah that'll be fun and then just the spirit has really opened our eyes to what it needed to be wow and so you just how it grew is just the individual invite. Yeah. Yeah. And we, uh, we, um, we let our bishops know my husband at the time was a bishop, Mm -hmm. so that wasn't hard (laughs) to know. And then, um, Michelle, her husband was in the bishopric. So we, we decided, you know what, we don't, you know, it's hard to know, especially during COVID, you know, it's, it's like, you just don't know who's out there that might Mm -hmm. need something like this. And we felt so much, love and support from each other. And it was so always like our walks were like two hours long. And we just I always left just feeling so like, you know, good yes. afterwards. And so we just felt like, mm-hmm. who knows? So we let the bishops know, um, like, if you know of anyone that would be interested, you know, let them know. And then, um, and then we just started kind of, it just, the word of mouth just kind of got out and, um, yeah. and then to our amazing surprise, our state president in state conference talked about all the good things that were happening in our stake. And on the Sunday session, he just said, and there's an LGBTQ book of Mormon study group. Wow. <laughs> and we both were just like, what? he said wow. LGBTQ over the pulpit. Right. <laughs> right. I, and, that was, um, yeah. That was a huge wow for us. I, yeah. Yeah. And that so, is an and, amazing, that's an amazing, think about how, like, how powerful that was to you and how easy it was for him to say over the pulpit. Mm-hmm. I right. mean, maybe leading up to it, he was nervous, but he did it. And it, mm-hmm. 
you know, what yeah. a powerful thing and what a, and it, what yeah. a place of belonging he created with just that simple statement. Right. And, and it I, wasn't even like he went into detail about it. He just was listing all the good things that were happening in our stake. And that was just kind of one of the bullet points. And from there, you know, people reached out as well. So yeah, we brought awareness to it. I love that. Mm -hmm. What I love about the story too, is that it was just two moms, right? Like Mm -hmm. I think sometimes we think like, oh, I can't start anything or I'm not going to make a difference. I think that's, these are thoughts that Satan gives us, but the same story to Allison and I, it was just two moms. Like we just started talking over and over. Then we're like, well, maybe like it would be good to do a support group. Like, you know, yeah, it's just like, that like the other like people guys. would want to hear. Yes, because mm-hmm. how we felt with our connection that like we wanted other people to have that, like you said, Carrie, that good feeling like we always felt after and that can we give, can we help, can we have, have other mothers give that? And that yours is such yeah. a similar story. Mm-hmm. It just shows you like, just start small because the Lord will, I always tell Allison, like it's our widow might, like we, what we offer the Lord, Lord all the time, he will magnify magnify it. And I mean, what, look what you grew it to, like, tell us about the group. Like what was the result? And like, did you, how big did it get? And what, like, did you meet weekly? Like kind of tell us all the information about it. Yeah. So I don't know, Michelle, how many people are on our email list now? Um, I, well, I think we've got like 24 people that I send an email to, to remind them of the group, but, um, not everybody comes or has come we've kind of kept it pretty casual like there's a lot of people who are like I don't feel like I have time to study the Book of Mormon right now but I still want to be on your email in case mm. I decide I want to do that um, and a lot of people are not even in our stake because we've kind of just like told friends about it from wherever they are in the U.S. and just told them if they are interested in this they can come because we started doing it over zoom it since it was a pandemic we had our meetings over zoom every we meet every month and um and yeah it's it's just kind of cool to see like who like I feel like there are people who have found us as well um just like yeah it's just it's just interesting I don't I'm just I'm just impressed with like how how much I've seen God's hand in this, like people reaching out to our stake president. Um, and, um, like John Gustav Rathel, he, re- he found us and reached out to us and he's trying to like, like kind of help us like work with his Emmaus group too. Oh, good. Uh, which has been really cool just to see like another way that God's hands in it, that this is bigger than what Carrie and I ever imagined. But yeah, as far as like our group, like right now it's mostly allies that attend, but we have a few LGBTQ people that come. We hope that that kind of shifts. But right now, especially at first, I think Carrie and I both just really felt like allies is the first step. And like, as far as people at church, like people who are in a place where they want to study the scriptures and, and start recognizing, like looking at things from an LGBTQ perspective instead of just their own. And so I think that's an important step in, in building our group into more LGBTQ people that want to join Oh, good. And we and we have a lot of parents of LGBTQ mm-hmm. youth, yeah. and um, 
that I love when we have LGBTQ members who attend because they um, bring a special spirit with them. And it's like incredible to hear them talk about the scriptures because I feel like the spirit that they bring, you know, the ability that they have to stay Mm -hmm. and wrestle Mm -hmm. and they, you know, it's, it, it just makes such a difference in, um, in, our, in how we discuss the scriptures. So I've really appreciated um, those members. <laughs> that, that, yeah, that perspective. Yeah, so mm-hmm. you yeah the faith that, I, that we see, it's just amazing. Mm-hmm. It's just amazing to hear of the faith that, um, that our LGBTQ brothers and sisters have. Isn't it great? It, it does. It lifts us. Yeah. It really lifts us. You have an interesting story about um, your stake president and his involvement in your group about how he, right. Is that right? He, he was willing to pull it in house, right? Yes. Like, yeah, actually. Yeah. We, yeah, we were invited. Carrie and I were invited to um, a high council meeting where he talked to us like asked us questions and asked us to talk about our group and um and and their state presidency was just very they're like what do you need what do you want how can we help you do you want to meet at the church do you do you want this to be a calling do you want what do you want we want to support you in this and um all i can say is yay yeah. 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 And, and the I, Stake Relief Society president was included and in, you know. Yes. Wow. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. And so. so what was your decision when he said that? What did you guys do? What did, did you did you go for it? Um, uh, so what we asked for, well, at first I at first we said no <laughs> to everything, but then thinking about it, we asked if we could use the Zoom link good. so that we could do long have our group be longer <laughs> than the 45 you know, minutes yeah yeah if you don't subscribe one person it, well it was group, already long it we would go at least two at the beginning that we were going like two plus hours yeah. in our group I was going to ask you do you two just trade off and teach it or does each group member how how do you run it like is it like how do you what's the curriculum and how do you run it Michelle created a a reading list or a, a schedule of reading and so basically for each month, we kind of cover the scriptures that in the Book of Mormon. And so um, we try and have kind of a discussion leader, someone who starts out the discussion, and they basically just pick something in the scriptures that stood out to them. Um, and then we just start talking. And it's like, it just kind of snowballs into everyone sharing and discussing. And yeah. um, it's been incredible to read the Book of Mormon from it. I've, I don't think I've ever had a more powerful experience studying the scriptures than reading um, with that lens, even, you know, even though I'm not personally LGBTQ, just the, the lens of, you know, being a parent and, um, and also just, I don't know, it's just been an incredible experience to find all the little gems in there that mm-hmm. speak to our hearts regarding yeah, what has it? Can you share anything specific, Carrie? It's taught you about the Savior or the Gospel. Um, yeah, I mean, I think the Savior, you know, inclusivity, um, the number of times, you know, like equality is mentioned. Mm. Um, 
you know, we're finding all the allies, you know, all the, <laughs> the characters in the, in the book of Mormon that we, you know, call allies and I love that, you know, the learning about, you know, I, I feel like, you know, reading about Enos and the wrestle and the struggle and how you've got to wrestle and struggle in order to increase your faith. Right. You know, just, I mean, just, there's just, I feel like, you know, I put a little rainbow next to every, you know, in my, I have those scriptures that have the big margins, you know, mm-hmm. and, and I make a little rainbow next to anything that stands. And I have like my whole, all of my scriptures are covered in rainbows because right. there's so Love many it. things that yeah. that apply. So well, the book of Mormon set up in families, right? Like the stories are told through families. So what a great, what a better place to, um, to teach a family about navigating the wilderness with their LGBTQ family, their, mm-hmm. their children or neighbors, or, you know, like it's how it's set up. It's yeah. perfect. Yeah. Michelle, have you had some experiences? Yeah. It's, it's kind of funny. Like I have a, a, one of my kids was like, Oh, send me all of the, all of your favorite scriptures or send me all of your, all of your scriptures, LGBTQ from the book, from your study group. And I'm like, like sent him a video of me just flipping every page <laughs> because I've marked and written on every page. I'm like, like I, oh, you'll awesome. just have to borrow my book. I can't just, <laughs> I can't just text you a couple of verses. Yeah. There's been so many amazing things that I've, that I've learned that I felt the spirit teach um, just, especially just really, it's just been really, really amazing to just like set aside everything I thought I knew and mm-hmm. start totally like, okay, heavenly father, teach me, teach me what you want me to, to learn from this. And there's been so many amazing lessons. Um, a couple of like the big ones for me are just that, um, the importance of personal revelation just that is just every story that is so important, seeking that personal revelation. And what is it that heavenly father wants me to do to become more like Christ? And what is my path and my journey? Um, And just building that relationship with the savior. So many, so many scriptures are about that, our relationship with the savior. And so many, like you see, like when there's all of these, society's failing it's because they're forgetting christ is the redeemer and i think that's interesting like i never really noticed like how important that redeemer aspect was until until studying this and just how um yeah just that's been a big that personal revelation has been huge and another thing that i found really fascinating is there's quite a few characters in the Book of Mormon that, that say, like someone comes in is teaching them and they're like, what you're telling me is troubling to me. And it's, and then what they do with that troubling is they, they seek more understanding. And so um, just like Carrie was talking about Enos's wrestle with faith and prayer, like in his prayers and just how so many characters had to rethink what they thought they knew when they learned something new and, and how they, they looked 
where they looked for answers and what and that how that that troubling in their mind led them to a deeper faith a deeper deeper place of faith like it wasn't it wasn't that they were losing faith or that um or that they were like falling away or anything like sometimes i think we often think i'm i'm troubled by this i'm struggling with this and and it's easy to say okay well not you like cut that out like i'm not and it's not easy like this is it's hard no matter what but i think sometimes we get caught in this trap of i don't understand this so i so i have to go away or like maybe i don't belong here but um just but it doesn't have like it can be sometimes the hard things lead us to a deeper understanding and to open our hearts to learning more I love that, Michelle, because really like we're, we're told to liken the scriptures unto ourselves and seeing that pattern of how the Lord gets us to a deeper faith, like mm-hmm. how these characters, these um, allies that I love how you said that in the Book of Mormon teaches us that that discomfort is actually the Lord's plan for you to have a deeper faith. And that is, would be no different from all of us, right? Like, oh, right. Yeah, definitely relatable, right? Yes, yes. <laughs> Uh, so what is, would you say is your best do's and don'ts? Like if yeah. you were Ta- talking to teach, teach other people yeah. how to kind of, you know, in their own ways, how can they do this kind of thing locally for themselves or over zoom? So some things, oh no, go ahead, Carrie. No, go sorry. First. I was just going to say, don't ask for me. Don't feel like you need to ask for permission. Love that. Just, I'm just, uh, just start just, I mean, you don't need permission to study the scriptures with a friend, right? So I really like that. That's an important piece because sometimes we look to the church or our leaders for validation in what we're doing. And, and uh, then we get, and they say, you know, oh, that's worrisome or let me oversee that or, you know, and and that might not be the best thing at that time. Yeah. That kind of goes back to like your earlier question of like, when the stake offered, like, Hey, what do you want any of this? And we, and we said, no, like we were very grateful for their support and grateful that they would. And we asked like that they tell, let bishops know. But as far as like using the church or having it be callings or something like that, we, we didn't want to have too much oversight. We're cause we want to like fill, be that space, that in-between space of in and out mm. in the church um, we want people to feel like safe and comfortable in our group saying whatever they need to say, wherever they're at. We didn't want anyone to feel like it was mo- being monitored by leadership. Good. You know, does that make sense? Yeah. It's it really does. Like we, just, we didn't want people to feel like I have to, I have to keep hiding something. I'm really, that's really hard for me or just something I'm thinking about because the SIG president is listening or something like that. Sure. I like so, that. Sense. So we didn't want to, so we, so there's like that fine balance of, you know, like having that leadership support, but also not having it run sp- by the church. Like we wanted to be able to let people say, Hey, this part of the doctrine is hard for me and allow people space to just really speak what's in their heart without any judgment or feeling like they can't say it yeah um and so for us that was important to kind of keep that that um safe space 
like for us, that was an important thing. That's also like ties in with some things that like late, like I've been in, like I've been reading the last part of Alma and it's all wars and stuff. And that part is kind of just really hard for me to, like, I don't connect with that really well, but something that I've been like praying to get something out of it, the spirit's kind of teaching me, like they've built up safe spaces Hmm. and like, as they're building their, they're like gathering like-minded people together and they're building a safe place. And that's what our group is doing. Hopefully, you know, for people is, is gathering people together that need a safe place. I love that. And I never even thought of that. I know every chapter you get something out that proves it. Uh, Right. Right. It's been amazing. Yes. That is, that is amazing. And, and that's what it's for. It's the book for our times. Right. Right. Mm -hmm. Right. Yeah. And I love it. I, and yeah. I think you've spoken a little bit like how this has changed you and your testimony and your family, but is there anything that you haven't said that you'd like to share with other people if they're hesitant to start this or worry about starting this? Like what would, what advice would you give them? I think um, like Carrie said, the biggest thing is just, just do it. And the spirit will take it where it needs to be. Mm-hmm, like yeah. other, I really think like people will be led to you. I, and that's my hope. And um, one other thing, One other thing, like doing a, this is like, just like a side note, kind of tedious thing. But, um, one, one thing that I like, as far as like do's and don'ts go is as we're studying the book of Mormon, something I've noticed is the people who actually have read the verses have a lot more to contribute. (laughs) That's meaningful to the discussion. Because I feel like like sometimes people have come and they're like, oh, I know this part of the Book of Mormon. I know what this chapter is about. But um, when you are specifically seeking the spirit to teach you about a specific thing, it's really enriched our discussions when, when people have read it. And so something that like I've been really casual and just starting it. We're like, you know, just come. Doesn't matter where you're at. Doesn't matter if you've read it. Doesn't matter. But as far as, but now that we've been doing this for a few months, it's kind of like, okay, we need to remind people to actually be studying if they're gonna. <laughs> I like that. Like because- we want people to have a place, but but we've had some really amazing discussions with the people who have who have really dug in looking. Yeah, which well, is true because every time you read the Book of Mormon, it's different. You're like, is this a yeah. new part that I didn't? <laughs> did I miss yeah, did I miss <laughs> right? This? So that makes so much sense because then you're the Lord, like He knows of our efforts and He knows like all these people coming to study and He's going to magnify your effort. And so to put that real effort in to remind your members, I think is good advice. It's really important. Yeah. Well, and yeah, uh, Brother Anthony Sweat, who I think is an amazing teacher, says that the the scriptures are a a tool a revelatory tool. Mm -hmm. So while you may not be learning about warfare in the early, you know, in the early Americas, you are learning about creating spaces and, Mm -hmm. and, and that makes a lot more sense why we would read this book. Right. Because what is the past to our life? I mean, that's such a different past. Right. But yet they're doing the same things. Yeah. Yeah. And I, one thing I was going to say is if someone, you know, wants to start something like this and they want to find their people, you know, start being a little bit more like wear a pin to church, you know, like Good wear stuff. some rainbow clothes, be, you know, 
do something on social media that shows that you're an ally or a safe space. And then those people will find you. I mean, that's how Michelle found me. You know, we, I mean, we knew each other already, but you know, I had, I had done a little post that showed that I was an ally and then she called and was like, Hey, can we talk? You know? Mm-hmm. And I think, you know, have the courage to kind of be able, you know, I think at the beginning, it's a little scary, you know, to put yourself out there, especially if you're not used to, I don't know, you don't want to feel judged or whatever. But I think one thing I've noticed from doing this is like, I feel so much more comfortable just sharing what I think and how I feel. And that's brought a lot, a lot of people to me. Um, a lot of people have reached out to me to just be like, Hey, can we talk about this? And you know, and that's so. creating safe spaces it right is. there. But you got to be vulnerable. Yeah. You got to be vulnerable to like yeah. Um, yeah. share that part of you and then the people will find you. That's really yeah. good advice, Carrie. Good. Okay, guys, yeah. last question for each of you. What does it mean to lift? And What does it mean to each of you to lift and love? Uh, okay, I'll go first. <laughs> um, so for me, like two of my favorite names that is are given to the savior is healer and advocate. And, um, to me, like to lift and love is to help like heal people's wounds by living our baptismal covenant. Mm -hmm. So bearing another burdens, you know, mourning with those that mourn, comforting those that stand in need of comfort. And I just feel like, um, that in order to be like a follower of Christ, I need to learn how to be an advocate. Like he's our advocate with the father. And so to me, that's what it means to lift and love is to be a healer and to be an advocate. Thank you. Mm, that's a good that. reminder. Yeah. Michelle? That was beautiful. I can't top that. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, yeah, I, I, it's just, it's part of that desire to be more like Christ, to lift and love. And, um, and we need each other in our in in our LGBTQ world as parents or as LGBTQ or family members, like we just and friends, like we we need each other. And I think um yeah, just just trying to be like Christ and support each other and listen. I think a big part of it, I feel like for me, um is is listening and hearing what my LGBTQ family and friends are saying. So good. Thank you. Thank you both so much. I love what you're doing. You're carving out space. And this is something that a lot of people are questioning how to do. So this will be a great, Great you know, it's going to be different for everyone. It'll look different in every location, but yeah. um, I think I love how the spirit has guided you through this and I think that's a key part of it is just that Carrie and I both have just listened to the spirit and let the spirit lead us and do what needs to happen. Yeah. And not being afraid to start. I mean, you guys just, yeah. Yeah. And just doing it. And yeah, there was something else I was going to say. Sorry. (laughs) For me, it's been the highlight of the last year and, uh, I think I've felt yeah. the spirit more in our Book of Mormon study groups, LGBTQ Book of Mormon study groups than I have um, at any other time this year. 
So that is a powerful, powerful that is good thing. fruit, as Jenny would say. That's right. Judging mm-hmm. the fruit. No, it's <laughs> a good, is good fruit. Yeah. yeah. Well, thank yeah. you all so much. We just we love what you're doing and keep going. Keep keep thank you. carving out space. Safe spaces. Yep. All right. Thank you. Thank yeah. you. Bye. Thanks, guys. Thanks. Right. Bye. Bye. Thank you for joining our podcast. Don't forget to subscribe to the Lift and Love podcast. And if you like what we share, we would be so grateful if you would leave us a five-star rating. For more tips and resources, follow us on Instagram and Facebook under Lift and Love Org and Jenny Hunter Coaching. You can also go to liftandlove.org for loads of information and entry into our free support groups. If you're interested in personal coaching, sign up at jennyhuntercoaching.com. The first appointment is free. But most importantly, remember, you are not alone in this journey. We are building a community of thriving and faithful LGBTQ families who are here to lift and love you.